Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. Three, two, one, let's jam. Did you just hold up two fingers for three? I did. (laughs) Three. Everyone out there, welcome to the second ever installment of Roke Back Bebop, the, the podcast with really the, the most unfortunate title. Bow now, bow now, bow now. <laughs> Are you going to do that every time? Now. Yeah, with the yeah. dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's let's talk right, let's go right into it. How you doing, Steven? How you doing, I'm buddy? I'm good. How are you, Zach? I'm good. How are you enjoying this new venture so far? I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, this is a cool idea. Yeah. I feel like between the two of us, you're definitely the aficionado when it comes to things outside so of nice the screen. it's nice to feel on. on the other side of things. Well, yeah, it's, it's good, you know? I really only usually get to rant to Danny about these anime things. Sure. So now I get to tell you about them. Well, I'm glad we're doing this. We're talking about another episode of Cowboy Bebop. We're talking about the second episode of Cowboy Bebop. It's called Stray Do- The Session. The, the session, session of yeah. Cowboy Bebop session is called two. Stray Dog Strut. It was storyboarded again by Shinichiro Watanabe. It was directed mm-hmm. by Ikuro Sato. Mm-hmm. And it was written by Michiko Yokote. Nice. Dream Team. Sure. It originally aired in Japan on October 31st, 1998. And in the U.S., along with the first episode, it aired on September 3rd, 2001. Nice. So they just they did a twofer on day one. Do you have anything that you want to uh, bring up from this episode? Anything that stands up as like the the defining characteristics of this episode in the, in the um, Cowboy this Bebop is, lore? This is the introduction to Ayn, which is yes. great. We don't get the name, do we? No, we don't yet. Not yet. But we get we meet the character, the corgi, yeah. the the tech dog, who you know we'll learn a little bit more about as the show goes on. Cool. But Ayn's a great addition to the Bebop, and it kind of shows that this crew's willing to take in somebody if they see fit which seems like it'll be happening more often are they going to go on little missions where they meet their other sidekicks and they yeah i i believe the next episode is where we add the next permanent member of the bebop i mentioned it for a second last week but this show does obviously it's way before but it kind of has some mandalorian vibes the mandalorian is kind of like that too yeah uh, i think it's because it's, it's got about western space vibes. bounty hunters yeah yeah yeah. Well, I did write down some trivia this week. Oh, good. I've got I wrote two down for two you. little questions. I'm sure they're going to be really easy for you. I'll give you the first one. What's the biggest animal that runs out of the shop after the gunshot goes off? Hmm. It's either the emu or the horse. 
I didn't see the horse. I wrote down ostrich. So okay, emu. so I'll go with the. I emu. didn't see the horse. It might have been the tallest, at least. Maybe not the biggest by yeah, mass. Yeah, I, I think the the emu. I did weigh most biggest. of the animals. I didn't well, good. I think you're. <laughs> well, based on their mass and how far they knocked that right. barrel there, you can figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That makes it your turn. <laughs> What's the name of the bounty hunter show? Oh shoot! I don't know. Big shot. Okay. Okay. I was too busy looking at the animated midriff. No, yeah. Big crush on that gal. Sure. Do we see mm-hmm. that show a lot? We'll talk about yeah. that a little later. Okay, cool. My other question for you, really, really easy. What is the full breed of the data dog? Ooh, it's a Welsh corgi. Mm-hmm. On an animal theme with yours, Zach, uh, oh, who's the furry now, bitch? No way. <laughs> that is quite attractive corgi, though. Right? That butt? Oh, my Those God. eyes? I would pat it. What's the fortune-telling bird's name? Oh, no. I don't know. Pico. Pico. Yep. He'll take a peek of your future. I like the part when it's like, oh, I'm I'm noticing that the people you're looking for are here right now. They're behind you. <laughs> that was that great. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Now it's your turn to do a segue. Oh, well, uh, you know, next up is is <laughs> be- quickly becoming one of my favorite parts of this pro. pro- God Quickly becoming Steven. one of my favorite <laughs> parts of this process. Yeah, run it again. We're going to find out if anime newbie mm-hmm. Zaki Poo over there. And newbie. Uh, OJ Ananobi, he plays for the... I'll uh, be a full-fledged weeb by episode five. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Arigato! You're gonna I, s- just wait till I, Zach I, starts slipping This won't play in. an audio, but I'm gonna, you're going to start seeing me be like... Doing the peace sign. <laughs> That'd be my dream. That would be my new phone lock screen. Move over, Danny. <laughs> Zach doing a well earned a J schoolgirl yes. peace sign. Yep. That's what I need. Um, but we're gonna find out if Zach did Zach comprehend the episode this week. How you feeling, Zach? I learned from the first one that. I'm not used to putting things succinctly. Yeah. The amount of editing you have to do on this podcast yeah. to get the episode in order, good grief. I, well, I'm, I'm used to uh, having a good three or four minutes to make one single <laughs> point, you know? Yes. <laughs> so only having 20 seconds does make it a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, let me take a sip of water, get my wits about me. Yeah. As previously right. discussed, you'll be going on go. Okay, sure. Okay, three. Okay. Two. Wait. Uh, one. Okay. Go. This week, the bounty we're after is Hakim, a dangerous man with a mysterious package that ends up in the hands of a bystander. That gets the package in the hands of Spike, which ends up being a data dog that everyone starts chasing after, which leads to Hakim uh, dramatically getting himself arrested in public. Wow. And the dog okay. in Spike's hands, I guess. Okay. I'm going to stop you there because you yeah, see that sure. was a stopping point. Sure. In 18 seconds, you, you completed the episode. Okay. Here's what I'll say. You I, got could done, I could have added points. a lot more. You did great. Yeah. I didn't get anything about the face surgery. Right. Yeah. Good point. But here's what I'll say, Zach. I did mean to make a blackface joke in there, but I didn't. Yeah, it's okay. You got through everything. You had names. You had dates. You had receipts. <laughs> I didn't get anything about the kid trying to sell the dog to the pet shop. Yeah. You know, that was kind of a little side thing. Yeah. I'm going to give you an A. Wow. 
Wow, an flying A. colors. Two seconds early, I gave so you an A. I'm learning. Now that I'm I do way give an A plus on my than, than Steven <laughs> is. You do give an A plus. Okay. I do have well, A plus good on to my know. scale. I don't. Yeah. I don't believe in pluses. Pluses are yeah. just bullshit. Just minuses? Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know why. It's literally it's because the T V review website, the A V Club, A is their highest grade. They do minuses and like B pluses and C pluses, sure. but A is the highest grade. A plus, they've only given out a couple of times when something is like one of the best things ever. So it does exist. Doesn't happen. But like two or three times out of ten thousand reviews or more. What was it? Ozymandias of Breaking Bad. I think maybe it was an episode of Breaking Bad. I think Mm -hmm. um, an episode of like Curb Your Enthusiasm. But that's neither hither nor thither. Welcome to Curb Your Thuscast. I'm Steven. And I hope they pick that up. So what do you think about the second episode? I quite enjoy this one. It's a similar one episode thing, but it does Mm -hmm. add a new member of the group. I think this villain is a little bit more interesting. Yeah. He's really imposing and like kind of crazy and not just in like the drugged way that Asimov. Yeah. Not in like the drugged up way that he was. I Like the scene when he's intimidating the guy at the bar and makes him like drink a cockroach. He's got this kind of like... Mm-hmm. Again, not drugged up, but like Tuco from Breaking Bad kind of yeah. thing. That like, what's this guy gonna do? I didn't mention it, but I do like the whole like he changes his face, which makes it hard mm-hmm. to chase after him. I like that this episode continues my theory that they're not good at being bounty hunters because yeah. again, they don't really do anything. They just end <laughs> up being there when stuff happens. I think you give a character a dog, it endears the character uh, uh, tenfold. So I think they do good stuff with Spike in this one. I enjoy it. Yeah, I think this is a really fun episode. The music is fun. It's a mm-hmm. little less like jazzy at times and a little more kind of bouncy. Well, the first episode had a lot of, I kept saying it, it reminded me of the interstitial music on South Park. And it's just like a little guitar thing going on. Mm-hmm. This episode had more of the music I was expecting out of the show. Yeah. And there was a song in particular that kind of bopped. Like, yeah, the, like, the, the singing? Probably, yeah. If there was just yeah, that one, one was then fun. that would have been it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I like it because this show truly is like a space western, which I think is part of the reason why it feels so much like The Mandalorian other than the episode structure. But they do an awesome job with like setting up Hakeem as you know he's a bad guy. You can see how tough and scary he is. And the juxtaposition of him and this tiny little dog is really funny to me (laughs) because he's like a giant guy. Like He's got to be like I don't know, seven feet tall or some shit oh, like that. Oh, yeah, he's the, a big the dude. shot when he's holding the cup and making the dude drink the cockroach. Yeah, he's, he's got huge. these massive hands. Yeah. Like, he's a giant guy. <laughs> it's great. Like, I'm sure he was probably modeled after Kareem Abdul Jabbar in The Last Dragon, mm-hmm. because, especially because there's a Last Dragon reference. You know what but, else I didn't mention in the thing? I didn't mention the lab people. No. Yeah. Did you bring that up already? No. You didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't mention I didn't. that. Which is a factor of this episode that I quite liked. I thought the lab people were funny, too. Yeah. There's the one scene where he keeps saying over and over again, he's like, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> like that. I forget exactly what he said, mm-hmm. but they had some funny moments. Yeah. I think this is a good episode. I think it's super fun. I liked we get a little bit more Jet in this episode. Did we? A little bit. Where? He was playing with the dog. Yeah, but again, I feel like it was about the same 
as the if anything the last one had at least a scene or two where he was outside of the ship like involved with the action that's kind true of. he was like on on ground so i guess we Again, don't get more time, jet in this episode yeah he, he's I just lied. kind of like the guy who lives on the ship so far as far as i know you say he's the captain i'm sure he's a badass and gets way more involved but yeah. so far he just kind of seems like a guy who hangs out on the ship and it's true they do start him slowly and in this episode there's like a doc that's yeah. introduced and he's the one that gives the mission like my impression off the first episode was the jet was the one that like hands out well the so the doc also, is not a, a continuing thing okay. yeah they get their bounty so there's a like the a, doc is just this guy that was fucked over by the bad guy. Exactly. And the TV contacted. show is is around though a lot. They they post bounties and give news on bounties. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. This world is interesting. So like bounty hunters are just all over the place. Yeah. And because people encouraged. are running all throughout space. It's yeah, not it's like a, legal. At least in the Star Wars universe, I feel like bounty hunters are still like scoundrels. They're still mm-hmm. like between the law yeah one thing i wanted to bring up a little bit ago on this one and just the show in general when you were talking about this also being a space western i love that the show it still feels pretty rooted in the real world in some Mm -hmm. ways when comparing it directly to something like the mandalorian at least so far there haven't been any like goo gaws or like you know what i mean like there's a scene here <laughs> yeah. where you're having a wedding and it looks like a regular wedding yeah a pet shop and it's regular animals it does feel rooted in our reality but like the space travel and inhabiting other planets has moved forward yeah it's cool i think that for the most part the show is pretty grounded there's a couple of elements at times that make it a little bit less but i think that it kind of just are there goo guys? Am I gonna have to watch goo guys? <laughs> There's not quite a goo guy, but there okay. might be a little bit of a slim bobs happening. What does that mean? There are like alien creatures. No, no, no. There's no aliens. But there's like monsters. No, not really. There's interesting. A couple of mystical seeming things. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this concept of a data dog. They keep it pretty vague. That kind of, it kind of confused yeah. me of what exactly this dog was, and it seemed like the lab people were under the impression that Hakeem didn't exactly know what he had. Yeah. So what did he think he had? Did he think he was going to I be think able- he just thought he had some sort of valuable dog that yeah. he could sell for a lot of money. It's a really funny visual and sad, but the way that they keep the dog in a briefcase. In a fucking like briefcase. briefcase. And they open it and he's like, woof. And he's just this happy little birdie. <laughs> and he's... I-, I do like that reveal that I knew kind of... Because Lily really likes Ayn, and Mm -hmm. I kind of knew that this was going to be the episode where it was introduced. Is it he or she? Ayn is a boy dog. Okay. I knew that uh, he would probably show up. So I kind of knew immediately that that's what was in the briefcase. But it's a funny bit if you don't know. You expect it to be like a Pulp Fiction briefcase, like drugs Mm -hmm. or money or weapons or something, but it's a dog. It's but a dog. Yeah. As far as the data dog thing, is that something that they go further into later? They explain a little bit more about Ayn and how he works. Even in this episode on the Bounty Hunter show, which I guess we can talk about next, at one point they're like, What's a data dog? And he's like, I can't tell you that shit. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> yeah, so basically you see some like some little glimpses about Ayn being kind of smart in this yeah. episode, like when he like jumps to stop Spike from falling. Or when he, like, holds his breath so he doesn't get knocked out by the gas. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And they do a good job of doing stuff like that without me thinking that he's, like, a super dog. Yeah. He seems like a dog. He's, yeah. Yeah. 
100% mongrel. So this show, it, it it really is interesting to me that there's this like howdy doody Americanized <laughs> show about who everybody can go kill this week and how much they'll get off of it. That's just funny to me. It's is great. That, is that something that's like an every episode thing? Yeah, pretty much. Do they do it in the live action one and is it bad? Yes. <laughs> I'm already excited. I her. laughed when I saw it in the live action because it, I think it's supposed to be funny, mm-hmm. and seeing it in real life was funny. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So basically, you know, they they hand Hakeem to the cops. Now that's interesting, Zach, because you'll you'll start to see that there is a relationship between bounty hunters and the police. Okay, it's not necessarily symbiotic because the police want to be the ones to get the bad guys, not the bounty hunters, because they don't want to. But they're pay not them like anything. against the bounty hunter because the bounty hunters are doing their job. You know, so even if they like indirectly deliver them to the police, they don't get any money from it. Okay, sure. But we can attest that they're still kind of struggling for money because Spike just wants some duck. Yeah, they think that they they take this because it was this one was a pretty big loot. Yeah, Wasn't I don't like remember exactly million or something like that Probably. this time. And they're super broke because they're shitty bounty hunters and never did anything. <laughs> yeah, they don't in this one either. They're they're broke, so they take this off. I like the scene. Hakeem is at like this. Is he like at a bar in the first scene? There's a yeah. lot of like things open in a bar. The bad guy struts mm-hmm. into a bar, and that's when his package gets taken by this dude. By the kid. Mm-hmm. By is he a kid? Is he really? Young? Uh, is he, he's a he's a young young street rat. While he's while he's like intimidating some guy who was just like, hey, what's up at the bar? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, what? You don't want to talk to me? And then he's. Slamming around. Like, no reason for that. I know. He's like, oh, sorry for bumping into you. He's like, hey, I said sorry. <laughs> and the so the kid takes the package and takes it to a pet store. We should talk about the pet store. I think the pet store owner is really funny because yeah. she's got a turtle on her head the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and they find out that the dog, when they open the case, so, like, the lady doesn't know that this is, like, mm-hmm. the secret high-tech dog. So they're only going to give over, like, a couple bucks for it. Like, a hundred yeah. bucks or something, right? Like two bucks. So, oh well, not even because seven million is like seven hundred thousand or whatever. Well, so they're so saying would be they like already se- did the conversion in the dub. Mm. In the sub, they're saying like two hundred of them, but then they cut it down to two, so she gave them two bucks, which is pretty shitty because it's just a dog. Yeah, it's just a dog. So what happens from there? Hakeem shows up and and shoots a gun in the place. No, 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 Spike. Well, Spike shows up and is like, oh, it's just a dog. You're not Hakeem. I'm out of here. And then... That was a pretty cool scene. I like when... I liked some of the animation moments I liked in this one. I liked the fish in the fish tank. And then when the kid and Spike, like, see each other through the fish tank was a cool moment. Totally. Yeah, Spike thinks it's Hakeem and chases after him and ends up not being. Yeah, and then Hakeem shows up. And he's like, give me the dog. The dog like jumps at him and he accidentally shoots his gun. So all the animals start stampeding. And that's when Hakeem's chasing the dog. Spike sees it and is chasing them. And then we get the first encounter between Spike and Hakeem. where they have some mm-hmm. hand-to-hand combat on the bridge. Which was cool. It, yeah, that was a cool. I like that fight scene a lot. I wish it were longer. Sure. But then Ayn, being the smart little pupper he is, jumps from the bridge to a trash truck boat thing. And then when the guys jump after him, he then jumps and hits Spike so that they don't they uh, avoid Hakeem and can escape mm-hmm. in the water. And that's kind of the the first meeting between the two of them. And that's how cool. Spike ends up with Ayn taking Ayn, yeah. him back to the ship. And I really think all the moments on the ship with the dog are endearing when they put the yeah, collar really on cute. him. And 
I don't know, Spike has this, oh, I don't like dogs, I don't like pets, but, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's hard. It's kind of a Baby Yoda kind of thing. Yeah, it's to, cute. To keep the Mandalorian thorough line going through. You need to watch more of The Mandalorian. It was good. I know, I need to see the second season. I like this episode a lot more, but I do still kind of feel like there's not a ton of intrigue of, like, what's going to happen next. Sure. It feels very episodic. I have a question. Do, do, so Hakeem doesn't die. He gets arrested. Does he come mm-hmm. back? Nope. Because I think he's an interesting character. That's kind of lame. So he's here's the thing, Zach. Scary badass is, new... is another new villain. Is there no, yeah. like, overarching villain to the series? There is. Okay. Um, you meet him episode five. I'm excited. I think I'm excited for that because I don't mind. Well, and I think you're going to like the two-part episodes like a lot more. Sure. Is the next Two. one that we'll do a first half of? Is, are we, no. When does that Episode happen? 12 and 13, and then the last two. Okay. But there's some sprinkles of that storyline throughout it. Once you start to learn more about some of the characters' past, then there's some more overarching things. But for the most part, their bounties are always going to be changing. Yeah, I think I'm to the point where I'm ready for the group to be together and for, like, everyone to be working on a thing. Well, I we like get, we get time, but... one Faye Valentine's introduction nice. next episode, so... And that's the hot, big-titty anime girl, right? Yeah. <laughs> that you are so upset about the live-action version. I think that the, the casting titty. was fine. Her performance, she just tried too hard to be yeah. funny and like be like sassy, I guess. Well, the couple of clips that I've seen from the live-action one make it up to be really really cartoony and over the top yeah. and i'm sure there's some of it in the anime but so far it's not even like that it's no. pretty the lines that are grounded. cool in the anime do not come off as cool in live action i guess i could see that mm-hmm. but that's always the case i think that my main issue with the live action so far mm-hmm. is just that they change the story unnecessarily you have to adjust some things so well that, i think they were under episodes. the impression that they were long term gonna be able to do more yeah. episodes of the live action than there were of the animated sure so i think they probably want to pick and choose and kind of set things up yeah now nah, that didn't happen did not <laughs> i'm excited it'll be fun to take that apart as a as a as like a failure and to see how yeah how we both feel about it the does the anime have like a decisive ending yes it does have like a decisive ending. Yes. Interesting. Is there a manga? Did the manga come um, first? Manga came after. Interesting. That's not usually the case, right? No, it's not. Sometimes with like TV first things like this, that like happens, they like make a manga afterwards just for like money purposes. Yeah. I haven't read it, but I would like to. The manga is is pretty short though. It's only like three volumes. Do you have any favorite moments from this episode as far as the action and music are concerned? Any, I any do. Really I stand also out? love the song with with the lyrics in it. The lyrics are in English, too, which is fun. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's like a super high energy, like it's the chase song. I think and that... you say that it's all the same band. This is all the same. Artists. Yeah, the seatbelts. And They're they great. do all of the in-between filler music. Yeah, harmonica stuff, the guitars. They do like the score along with like the songs that appear. Exactly. It's interesting because the music is fairly diverse so far. It is. It's all yeah. over the place. They're super talented. There's a and they're a huge band. They have a lot of members. Yeah. All instrumentalists mostly. And they were they have some singers that like come on and work with them. But it was all composed by I can't remember the woman's name, but she composed all the music that Seatbelts play cool. for the show. It's awesome. So cool. She's like a genius. What about the action? This is a cool episode as far as the action's concerned. I like that it's more hand-to-hand combat and not as much gunshot type yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was a cool variety. The fight on the bridge is really cool with Hakeem. Mm-hmm. I also think that the whole scene where he crushes the cockroach and makes the guy drink it is really, I really, really well animated. I wish they would have shown him make him do it. 
They cut yeah. away while he's drinking it, and that would have been gross, but it would have been a it would have been eerie hardcore, visual. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen it. Same. Yeah. I also really I like in this episode. I think the whole pet shop scene is really funny and like that moment like you're talking the about where he like away, sees him but through not the thing. really because in the end he's stuck working at the pet shop that was yeah <laughs> and that that's his punishment is that what ha- are the news like talking about how he got away and they don't know where this kid is and the the lady's like well i don't think they're gonna find you i'm working your butt off is that what happens i thought she said that she doesn't think they'll find the dog or something oh like that. okay okay i still thought it was funny that the kid it's funny though stuck there. but yeah i think it's a really good episode i think that it's this is more the norm I'd say of the show than the first episode, even though they are similar. But the light feeling of this is a little more frequent. There is a lot of drama in the show too, like as it goes on, and there are some like darker, heavier episodes. Mm-hmm. But it's fun so far. I did like the tone of this one just a little bit better. I do think. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't like the first episode. Yeah. And I still am kind of on the outside looking in because I'm waiting for the thing that's like oh shit, what just happened? Or like, what's gonna happen? I, I want that, I'm still looking for that. Yeah. I'm not straining to enjoy it, but I do think if I wasn't watching this for a project, mm-hmm. I'd be a little concerned that it's not for me. So I really, really am excited and yeah. looking for that thing. Because I, I think it'll probably happen. But I'm really excited for something to like... <gasps> My general rule for anime is to yeah. give it three episodes before you make any thoughts or judgments. With this one beca- with TV, being one I of your like first, to go yeah. four episodes. So well, I'm, I was gonna say I'm this show. I'd give. I'd say the first five. If you are hooked, you'll be hooked. If you're eh, you'll probably stay eh for the yeah. most part. So I'm excited to see where we're at. And I'm committed to doing this show, even if I end up not liking it that much. I don't. That'll think be interesting too. That's yeah. not a fun way to talk about things because mm-hmm. on community, there's a lot of like, I like this, and yes, I like yeah. this too. So it is fun to. I feel completely out of my element talking about this because it's great i'm in no way able to to drive this train in the way i usually take over so this is cool for me it's fun i like it well let's talk about uh who's the captain of the boop borps this week all right this week my captain of the bebop is actually gonna go to the no i'm saying i'm not gonna give it to the cockroach oh Um, oh i'm gonna give it to uh to hakim i think hakim's a really cool character yeah he's dope i agree Hakeem's the captain of my ship. He never really... I mean, he grabbed the dog by the throat a little bit, but I didn't like it. He tried to put the dog to sleep. No, he, he put him to sleep There's a lot of animal abuse going on. You're, you, you, but he is a badass villain. So yeah, no, he's a bad guy, because but he's, he's cool. a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've got to stay silly with mine and give it to the lady who runs the pet shop. Nice. Good choice. I really like how when Hakeem shows up with a gun, she's just kind of like... Not again, instead of yeah. like, oh my god, we're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Well, because she knows nobody's there to hurt her. She's yeah. just like, oh, fuck, in my place every time. I like how she barters over the dog. I like how she uses the kid for free labor at the end. Good stuff. Yeah. I like him. I do think this was a good episode, and I'm looking forward to next week when we talk about another one. Me too. It's gonna be a blast. Well, before we wrap up, are there any last things that you want to say about this one or things that I need to remember from this one? Like maybe something I would have missed or I think we about got it covered. Um, this one didn't have too many like foreshadowing moments. I would say just uh, be excited that Ayn is here and okay. be ready to I learn am. more. And we get Faye next week. I'm excited. And it looked like there was some kind of a 
casino type yeah. thing going on next week. The design week. of that casino, I think, is That's so cool. That's interesting. I'm looking forward to that. I imagine we'll meet another villain next week. That'll be fun. I think that, yeah, there's some really, really cool fight in the latter half of this episode and some cool stuff in, like, the middle part that... I think we're really going to enjoy. Well, this is great. Thanks for coming on this journey with us, guys. We'll be back next week to talk about episode three. Steven, why don't you send us home? See ya, Space Corgi. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. Support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast, where starting at $5 a month, you can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of Brokeback Bebop. See you next time, Space Cowboy. Let's go!